Life Track with Chuck Swindoll is a presentation of Insight for Living Canada. Let him who stands take heed, lest he fall. It was about 18 years ago and more that my wife and I came in touch with a, a very gifted young man. He was one of those 10 talented teenagers that was still in high school, but showed the promise and maturity of being far beyond his years. In fact, I was entering seminary, and the man who had just graduated, who was a close friend of mine, had been discipling this fellow. And he said, Chuck, you need to, you need to put your strokes in on, on this guy because uh, he's really got promise. And I did. We began to have time together. We shared meals. We shared our homes. Cynthia and I took him with us as we would go from place to place, even in travel. And he really won our hearts and, and we his. And over a period of time, I realized what a talented guy, really bright, the head cheerleader and the student body president and the top of his class academically. He had a number of scholarships available and he chose a school nearby because he didn't want to lose touch with me. And he began to grow for two years at this school. Then he realized to get the kind of pre-seminary education he wanted, he didn't have to go to a better university. So he transferred. And he spent his junior and senior year in a school of an altogether different persuasion. And two things happened that were tragic. First, he began to tolerate a philosophy that was not biblical. It made good sense. In fact, it put him at ease because he couldn't pull off the lifestyle since he had begun to change his thinking so he imbibed the philosophy of secular humanism. And second, he married a girl who was neck deep in it. And with her, he got the literature and the idols of her life and began to worship both. I had lost touch with him for about 12, 15 months. And then he came back, scooted into the town where he was going to go to school, and, and we met. And I noticed some things were different. Didn't sound the same. Obviously, his eye contact wasn't what it had been. Didn't have that, that heart for God that he had always had, that beautiful sense of humor that was so delightful to be around. But there was a hardness now. There was a callousness. Erosion had happened. I didn't call a spade a spade because I wasn't sure. I'd been away from him for a while, and I began to watch him and spend a little time with him, though he avoided me more than ever, and his wife especially. His first year was tolerated. His second year was misery. He was told not to come back his third year. He gave me a lot of his books, some of the literature he had gotten into and had since discarded, even some of his writings, which were marvelous. But he no longer agreed with those things. And by and by, he was under the constant care of a psychiatrist. His marriage got shaky. And the last encounter I had with him was at a restaurant where I sat eyeball to eyeball with a living apostate, a guy that I had nurtured and poured life and time and energy and love into who had bought the system. And if not every, every other statement that came out of his mouth was marked by cynicism or profanity or out-and-out -out blasphemy as his eyes wandered aimlessly across the room and he made snide comments about some of the gals that were serving the tables as well as some of the things that appealed to my faith and he shot them down. The last time I had contact with him, 
I realized this man really needs my pity. And he left the country almost a fugitive. Erosion can happen in anyone's life, and it's never sudden. It happens slowly, over time, as you change your standards and accept the things you once rejected. This is Steve Johnson of Insight for Living Canada. Listen to more of Chuck Swindoll's Lifetrack messages at lifetrack.ca. That's lifetrack.ca. Lifetrack, where life and truth meet.